Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Meditating the Word. I'm really glad you're with us on this year-long trip through the Bible. Want a guide to what we've read and what's coming up? Just get the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. Check the link in our show notes. I'll be reading from the World English Bible, but you can use any Bible you like. If you haven't hit subscribe on our podcast, why not do it now? Just click subscribe so you won't miss any episodes. This is Day 162. Today, we are reading 1 Kings 5 and 6 and 2 Chronicles 2 and 3. The First Book of Kings, Chapters 5 and 6 Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the place of his father, and Hiram had always loved David. Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, You know that David, my father, could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God, because of the wars which were around him on every side, until the Lord put his enemies under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is no enemy and no evil occurrence. Behold, I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spoke to David my father, saying, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. Now therefore, command that cedar trees be cut for me out of Lebanon. My servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants, according to all that you say. For you know that there is nobody among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed is the Lord today, who has given to David a wise son to rule over this great people. Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message which you have sent to me. I will do all your desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning cypress timber. My servants will bring them down from Lebanon to the sea. I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place that you specify to me. I will cause them to be broken up there, and you will receive them. You will accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar timber and cypress timber according to all his desire. Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat for food to his household and 20 cores of pure oil. Solomon gave this to Hiram year by year. The Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. There was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty together. King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. He sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. For a month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the men subject to forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 who bore burdens and 80,000 
who were stone cutters in the mountains, besides Solomon's chief officers who were over the work, 3,300 who ruled over the people who labored in the work. The king commanded, and they cut out large stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with worked stone. Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gebelites cut them and prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. In the 480th year after the children of Israel had come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month Zeb, which is the second month, he began to build the Lord's house. The house which King Solomon built for the Lord had a length of sixty cubits, and its width twenty, and its height thirty cubits. The porch in front of the temple of the house had a length of twenty cubits, which was along the width of the house. Ten cubits was its width in front of the house. He made windows of fixed lattice work for the house. Against the wall of the house, he built floors all around, against the walls of the house all around, both of the temple and of the inner sanctuary, and he made side rooms all around. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, and the middle was six cubits wide, and the third was seven cubits wide, for on the outside he made offsets in the wall of the house all around that the beams should not be inserted into the walls of the house. The house, when it was under construction, was built of stone prepared at the quarry, and no hammer or axe or any tool of iron was heard in the house while it was under construction. The door for the middle side rooms was in the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs into the middle floor and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the floors all along the house, each five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timbers of cedar. The Lord's word came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes and execute my ordinances and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then I will establish my word with you which I spoke to David your father. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. He built the walls of the house within with boards of cedar from the floor of the house to the walls of the ceiling. He covered them on the inside with wood. He covered the floor of the house with cypress boards. He built twenty cubits of the back part of the house with boards of cedar from the floor to the ceiling. He built this within for an inner sanctuary, even for the most holy place. In front of the temple sanctuary was forty cubits long. There was cedar on the house within, carved with white buds and open flowers. All was cedar. No stone was visible. He prepared an inner sanctuary in the middle of the house within to set the ark of the Lord's covenant there. Within the inner sanctuary was twenty cubits in length and twenty cubits in width. 
and twenty cubits in height. He overlaid it with pure gold. He covered the altar with cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold. He drew chains of gold across before the inner sanctuary, and he overlaid it with gold. He overlaid the whole house with gold until all the house was finished. He also overlaid the whole altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary with gold. In the inner sanctuary, he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. Five cubits was the length of one wing of the cherub, and five cubits was the length of the other wing of the cherub. From the tip of one wing to the tip of the other was ten cubits. The other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of one measure and one form. One cherub was ten cubits high, and so was the other cherub. He set the cherubim within the inner house. The wings of the cherubim were stretched out, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the middle of the house. He overlaid the cherubim with gold. He carved all the walls of the house around with carved figures of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, inside and outside. He overlaid the floor of the house with gold, inside and outside. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and doorposts were a fifth part of the wall. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved on them carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. He spread the gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. He also made the entrance of the temple doorposts of olive wood out of a fourth part of the wall, and two doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and he overlaid them with gold, fitted on the engraved work. He built the inner court with three courses of cut stone and a course of cedar beams. The foundation of the Lord's house was laid in the fourth year, in the month of Ziv. In the eleventh year, in the month of Bul, which is the eighth month, the house was finished throughout all its parts according to all its specifications. So he spent seven years building it. The Second Book of Chronicles, Chapters 2 and 3 Now Solomon decided to build a house for the Lord's name and a house for his kingdom. Solomon counted out 70,000 men to bear burdens, 80,000 men who were stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 to oversee them. Solomon sent to Huram, the king of Tyre, saying, As you dealt with David my father, and sent him cedars to build him a house in which to dwell, so deal with me. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate it to him, to burn before him incense of sweet spices, for the continual showbread, and for the burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbath, on the new moons, and on the set feasts of the Lord our God. 
This is an ordinance forever to Israel. The house which I am building will be great, for our God is greater than all gods. But who is able to build him a house, since heaven and the heaven of heavens can't contain him? Who am I then that I should build him a house, except just to burn incense before him? Now, therefore, send me a man skillful to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in iron, in purple, crimson, and blue, and who knows how to engrave engravings, to be with the skillful men who are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem, whom David my father provided. Send me also cedar trees, cypress trees, and algum trees out of Lebanon, for I know that your servants know how to cut timber in Lebanon. Behold, my servants will be with your servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance. For the house which I am about to build will be great and wonderful. Behold, I will give to your servants, the cutters who cut timber, 20,000 cores of beaten wheat, 20,000 baths of barley, 20,000 baths of wine, and 20,000 baths of oil. Then Hiram, the king of Tyre, answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, Because the Lord loves his people, he has made you king over them. Hiram continued, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who made heaven and earth, who has given to David the king a wise son, endowed with discretion and understanding, who would build a house for the Lord and a house for his kingdom. Now I have sent a skillful man, endowed with understanding, Purim Abi, the son of a woman of the daughter of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre. He is skillful to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in iron, in stone, in timber, in purple, in blue, in fine linen, and in crimson, also to engrave any kind of engraving and to devise any device that there may be a place appointed to him with your skillful men and with the skillful men of my Lord David, your father. Now, therefore, the wheat, the barley, the oil, and the wine, which my Lord has spoken of, let him send to his servants, and we will cut wood out of Lebanon as much as you need. We will bring it to you in rafts by sea to Joppa. Then you shall carry it up to Jerusalem. Solomon counted all the foreigners who were in the land of Israel after the census with which David his father had counted them, and they found 153,600. He set 70,000 of them to bear burdens, 80,000 who were stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 overseers to assign the people their work. Then Solomon began to build the Lord's house at Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord appeared to David his father, which he prepared in the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. He began to build in the second day of the second month, in the fourth year of his reign. Now these are the foundations which Solomon laid for the building of God's house. The length by cubits after the first measure, was sixty cubits, and the width twenty cubits. The porch that was in front, its length across the width of the house, 
was twenty cubits, and the height one hundred twenty, and he overlaid it with pure gold. He made the larger room with a ceiling of cypress wood, which he overlaid with fine gold, and ornamented it with palm trees and chains. He decorated the house with precious stones for beauty. The gold was gold from Parvaim. He also overlaid the house, the beams, the thresholds, its walls and its doors with gold, and engraved cherubim on the walls. He made the most holy place. Its length, according to the width of the house, was twenty cubits, and its width twenty cubits. And he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to six hundred talents. The weight of the nails was fifty shekels of gold. He overlaid the upper rooms with gold. In the most holy place he made two cherubim by carving, and they overlaid them with gold. The wings of the cherubim were twenty cubits long. The wing of the one was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits, reaching to the wing of the other cherub. The wing of the other cherub was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits, joining to the wing of the other cherub. The wings of these cherubim spread themselves out twenty cubits. They stood on their feet, and their faces were toward the house. He made the veil of blue, purple, crimson, and fine linen, and ornamented it with cherubim. Also he made before the house two pillars, thirty-five cubits high, and the capital that was on top of each of them was five cubits. He made chains in the inner sanctuary, and put them on the tops of the pillars, and he made one hundred pomegranates, and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand, and the other on the left, and called the name of the one on the right hand, Jachin, and the name of that on the left, Boaz. Father God, we are struck by the fact that the temple wasn't just built by those under your covenant, but by non-covenant workers as well, men who served other gods, but whose king recognized you as the creator of heaven and earth and shared friendship with both David and Solomon. We also see the reverence for your house. All of the stonework was done at the quarries so that no hammer or chisel was heard in your house. May we learn to work with others, even if they do not share our faith. And may we show you and your house the same honor and reverence today. Amen. You can catch Meditating the Word on any podcast platform you like, on YouTube or even Facebook. If you're listening from one of the podcast platforms, we've got links in the notes to help you find us everywhere else. My mission? To inspire folks to deepen their Christian faith by reading God's Word every day. You can pitch in, too. Share this podcast, rate it, review it. Every bit helps. Hey, thank you for being part of this Bible journey with me. Please know that I'm praying for you. Let's all pray for each other. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, 
Be blessed and be a blessing.